It's been almost a year since Japan imposed export restrictions on Korean firms and removed the country from its list of trusted trading partners. Last week, Seoul urged Tokyo to respond to the matter and withdraw these trade restrictions by the end of the month, since the reasons that uh, Tokyo provided no longer stand. Japan hasn't uh, given a response yet, but they have uh, done what they usually do every year, which is issue this uh, foreign policy uh, blue book, where they again claim that Tokyo was Japanese territory and that uh, this was an illegally occupied land. So let's get the latest on Seoul-Tokyo ties. We're pleased to be joined by Professor Lee Moon-jung at the International Studies Division of Gongju National University. She's also the director of the university's Office of International Affairs and Public Relations. Hello. Hi. Good morning. Good morning to you, Professor. Thank you for joining us. So once again, um, uh, Japan uh, saying what they always say and uh, Korea responding in kind, saying that these claims on Tokdo uh, will be sternly responded to. Again, if you follow this uh, saga over the years, you know that this is a repeated pattern. Uh, Why do they continue to make these claims uh, just for our listeners' benefit? And also, are they giving a little bit of a mixed message? Because for the first time, they uh, refer to Korea as their most important neighbor. What are their intentions? (laughs) Yeah, thank you for uh, that question, serious question. Um, Again, this year, everything is pretty exceptional. Uh, Usually, um, according to the past patterns, Usually February and uh, March um, used to be a kind of, how would you say, the month as uh, when the relations between the two countries can be worsened because mm-hmm. of the, the day, for example, uh, according to their calendar, again, the Takeshima, the day of Takeshima, right. uh, of course, which refers to the Tokyo. Um, 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 and then March 1st, that's our national holiday, and then to, to celebrate our um, the movement, uh, March uh, 1st, the movement. So usually, you know, February, March, uh, those, you know, months used to be a kind of, how would you say, the volatile months for the two countries. But this year, um, luckily, or very badly, uh, unfortunately, of course, we did have the corona pandemic, so um, we missed uh, those, you know, uh, kind of escalations of the tensions between the two. Um, that does not necessarily mean that, you know, we don't have the tensions between the two. And Tokyo claim, again, um, by the Japanese government, it's, it's nothing actually new, as we all know. And it's, a, it's a kind of old cliché. Um, so probably we don't need to be, I think, um, to overly uh, sensitive uh, to whatever they are saying, as long as, you know, we have a lawful um, jurisdiction, you know, as under our jur- yeah. jurisdiction, and as long as, you know, people live there. Uh, I hope, uh, of course, I do understand I'm sympathetic with my Korean folks as well, but probably we might not really need to be <laughs> too, uh, again, uh, sensitively uh, responsive. Uh, to whatever um, they're saying, because it's their, again, um, annual cliché. Right. And, and the argument being that uh, Japan's intention is that they want to escalate this and uh, bring, make it an international issue, hopefully bringing it to the ICJ, right, the International Court of Justice, uh, and uh, Korea responding might make it do so. And Korea actually has physical control. Possession is nine-tenths of the law, as the old uh, cliche uh, goes. So uh, no need to uh, be provocated by that. What about the trade conflict, though, Professor Im? Because uh, some people had thought um, perhaps we could see a little bit of a warming of 
of ties uh, through the uh, pandemic. Others say that uh, it's maybe worsened because of Japan's attitude towards Korea in terms of how Korea has responded and, of course, how uh, Japan has responded. Where do you stand on this? Well, you know, in theory, um, for any that kind of, you know, difficult times, um, we did, I mean, both countries, Korea, Japan, um, really suffer from uh, this pandemic uh, economically and, of course, um, public health. For public health reasons, we are suffering too. So in theory, of course, uh, the two countries need to cooperate. A um, few days ago, for example, um, the Ministry of Health, uh, the three countries, again, China, Korea, Japan's ministries, uh, ministers of, of health, they had an a online um, a virtual meeting. And, you know, we, in theory, we agreed that, again, that we need to exchange our experience um, or lessons or we need to cooperate, for example, like, uh, you know, donating masks. if they need it. But um, in reality, as we all uh, know, and which is pretty sad to me, but the thing is uh, the compatibility uh, between the two governments, again, the Prime Minister Abe's cabinet and the President Moon's administration, the compatibility um, is not that great. Um, that's, um, I would say, I'm sorry to say this, but I would say that's uh, more like a kind of fundamental um, problem. Uh, between the two countries. Mm-hmm. Well, then the, with the uh, trade dispute or the, the uni- unilateral trade restrictions imposed by uh, Japan, uh, it, obviously, as we all know, this it resulted in a, in a huge backlash in Korea, in, including the grassroots boycott campaign, which uh, to a certain extent is still ongoing, maybe even more so because of the pandemic. No one's going to be traveling there. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I understand you were in Japan when this conflict mm-hmm. first erupted. Uh, what was the uh, sentiment at that time in, in terms of how Japan was dealing with it? Yeah, well, um, yeah, yeah, I was there, I mean, in Japan, and uh, Japan is actually a pretty big country, um, than, uh, we, we, how you say, we feel, we Koreans feel. Um, you know, the population is much bigger than Koreans' population, which means, again, they do have a diverse, um, different opinions in the society. So when this happened, uh, last summer, um, you know, of course, there are a certain group of people who are very conservative, um, Whereas there are other group of people who think like this will ultimately, at the end of the day, it will hurt uh, Japanese economy, not actually Korean economy. Um, because, you know, if you think about all this global value chain, of course, which is badly damaged these days again by uh, the pandemic. But if you think about all this global supply value chain, again, Japan also somewhat dependent on the Korea's export. So if they really restrict our export that that severely, if so, it will hurt them as well. So there were some liberal people who criticized uh, the Japanese um, government decision as well. So as I, I cannot actually generalize. Mm. Um, all Japanese think um, or agree with the, um, the Abe right. cabinet decision. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, a lot of people here blame this right-wing uh, Abe government and Abe himself for wanting to push ultimately his goal of constitutional revision, remove the pacifist aspects of the constitution, and use Korea sort of as a wedge issue, kind of make them the bad guy here. Uh, and we started with the trade restrictions. We're seeing that through the uh, coronavirus uh, outbreak as well. But uh, Abe's popularity has fallen this, uh, with all the scandals. Um, people's views of him seem to have worsened. Uh, how do you think um, the Abe administration will respond? Do you think he'll be more uh, cooperative with Korea going forward? 
Well, um, I'm again very sad, but I'm not that optimistic about the uh, um, Prime Minister Abe's um, policy toward us against Korea uh, because of his identity. Again, his his firm belief um, in the country's identity or its history or its even future. So as long as um, Prime Minister Abe himself has a pretty much strong or even stubborn. Um, Identity about um, his own country. It might be it might be pretty difficult again to, to ask any you know cooperation or um, coordination with us. Um, then no, that doesn't necessarily mean that you know we we should just um, give up all this you know possibility. Uh, but to be honest, I, I cannot be that optimistic uh, with the uh, Prime Minister Abe. Mm-hmm. And uh, just finally, uh, do you think this uh, trade dispute uh, will be ending anytime soon? Well, that's also uh, it's pretty difficult. But my, my, but my suggestion uh, for my own um, government is, again, we uh, don't need to mix up everything. So again, the public health issue is one, um, and, uh, and trade is another, and then, for example, comfort women issue is another. So we, we don't really need to mix up everything. Okay. If so, I mean, the, all these tensions will go up, right. escalate unnecessarily. So, And they are watching uh, at our news, domestic news, very closely. Uh, these days, right. that comfort women-related uh, okay. um, civil group. Yeah, that's a, that's a big news in all right. as well. Yeah, well, sure. um, we will have to leave it there. Professor Im, thank you very much for your yes, thoughts. Appreciate you. it. Thank you.